The Catastrophe at the Yellowstone Caldera Chapter 1 The End of the World and We Know It I don't think the human mind can comprehend the past and the future. They're both just illusions that can manipulate you into thinking there's some kind of change. Bob Dylan Present day Houston, Texas Dr. Mark Kinder, Ph.D., professor of geology at Texas A&M University and College Station, was en route to Channel 6 News in Houston for an interview. Mark knew the odds were stacked against him, but was determined to try to warn the public before it was too late. Dr. Kinder arrived at Channel 6 News 15 minutes prior to his interview at 3 p.m. The duration of the interview would be four minutes, a short amount of time to deliver a message that could potentially save humankind. An attractive female reporter approached. She was average height, thin, blonde, attractive, and beautiful, smiling graciously, cheerfully extending her hand. Hello, Dr. Kinder. I'm Monica Mason. Thank you for coming in the studio. The interview will take place in Studio 3. Monica motioned for Mark to follow. Mark took the seat next to Monica, fumbling with his notes nervously. In contrast to Monica, Mark's appearance and demeanor were far from perfect. Standing at just under six feet, with longish, unkempt, wiry hair, sporting black framed glasses, wearing a slightly wrinkled long sleeve shirt, cinched up by a loose necktie and completed by white, well-worn Nike tennis shoes. At just over 30 years old, Dr. Kinder was among Texas A&M's youngest professors. His youthful, carefree appearance were atypical of what you, one may expect from one of the world's most brilliant scientists. Dr. Kinder, you seem nervous. Don't worry, just be yourself. The viewers will love you. We'll go live in two minutes. Uh, <clears throat> okay, I'm, I'm ready. Dr. Kinder was perplexed by the response, given he was accustomed to delivering lectures for up to 200 students. A small voice from within whispered a quiet but resounding message. This broadcast will be seen by millions of viewers. It's the big lead buckle kind of pineal unfold. A bead of sweat broke out just above Mark's brow. One minute. A green notification light came on at the studio. Monica May smiled graciously. Hello, Houston. This is Monica Mason broadcasting live with Dr. Mark Kinder, world-renowned geologist and professor of geology at Texas A&M University. Dr. Kinder came to the studio to warn viewers of the impending danger for humankind in the days ahead. Dr. Kinder, could you please tell us your research revealed and the potential impact for our planet? Mark ran his fingers through his hair, forehead wrinkled with concern. <clears throat> Monica, Earth is in the midst of its sixth major extinction, which started in the early 70s and continues to progress at an alarming rate. In the last 30 years, our planet has experienced a 70% reduction in wildlife, with thousands of species extinct and more disappearing daily. The sixth extinction, also known as the Holocene extinction, 
is occurring at an accelerated rate up to 1,000 times faster than previous times. The Holocene extinction is unique because it is directly correlated to human activity. A review of data collected from key sites around the world revealed a significant increase of magma rising to the surface from the Earth's core, increasing the likelihood of an eruption at some point at one of Earth's super volcanoes. The rising magma, along with an increase in temperature at the planet's core, are believed to be similar to conditions prior to the Parmesan extinction, caused by an erupting flood faucet that flowed with molten lava for 100 years, killing 95% of all life forms on Earth. Scientists believe the temperature spikes are the direct result of the loss of 95% of ice at the Earth's poles, a condition brought on by warming sea and air temperatures directly correlated to greenhouse gases, a byproduct of carbon-based air pollution. Humankind has crossed a threshold into uncharted territory. We don't know if the damage to our environment could be reversed. But we do know that staying on our current path will accelerate the process. An environmental event will occur at some point. However, the magnitude, time, or place it will occur is unknown. If humankind could work together in a united effort to drastically reduce carbon-based air pollution, perhaps the warming trend could be reduced or reversed. Monica signaled that Dr. Kinder, their time was up. Thank you, Dr. Kinder, for warning our viewers of the dangers surrounding global warming. To join, the, join in the fight to save our planet, please reach out to Save Our Species, a nonprofit group devoted to the preservation of life on Earth. The SOS website and contact info were displayed on the screen for 30 seconds before fading into a public service announcement featuring a government program aimed at reducing carbon emissions by 50% over the next 20 years. That was awesome, Dr. Kinder. Thank you for leading the fight to save our environment. The world needs more humanitarians like you. <laughs> Monica let her hand rest on Mark's arm before standing to walk him out. A large group were gathered in the station's common area all eyes glued to a large monitor mounted on the wall playing a video of a gigantic mushroom cloud. The text at the bottom of the screen read, The supervolcano at Yellowstone Caldera has erupted. The video faded with emergency broadcast announcement. This is Robert Wright with a Channel 6 News Special Report. The Yellowstone Caldera, a supervolcano, is erupting for the first time in 650,000 years.
The initial eruption occurred at 2.32 p.m. Central Standard Time. Producing an explosion 100 times more powerful than a nuclear warhead with everyone in a 400-mile radius feared dead. The volcano spewed an estimated 300 million metric miles of ash and methane gas into the environment. Data on the casualties and impact are forthcoming. Stay tuned for continued coverage and updates from the Channel 6 News Team throughout the day as information becomes available. Mark felt despondent and fearful, peering intently at the ground as he exited the station, trying to remain optimistic, but intuitively knowing that humankind had crossed a proverbial threshold, moving past the point of no return.